0: When you have done all that you were ordered to do, say, We are worthless slaves. We have done only what we ought to have done. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus. Well, we're getting close to the end of the liturgical year, and uh, we'll see in some of the readings coming up in the next two weeks uh, a lot of references to the end times and uh, kind of culminating with the feast of Christ the King. The, the church puts this, the feast day of Christ the King, at the very end of the year because Christ is the ruler of history, the ruler of the world, the king of, of history and of the world. And his kingdom is also from another world. So it's kind of like the bridge between this life and the next coming to the end of the liturgical year is kind of like a reminder that we're going to get to the end of our lives one day and move into the next realm, right, the next kingdom. But the kingdom is also present here on earth. So I think that a theme during these days and a theme for us to meditate on and reflect on is Christ's kingdom and how it is present in this world and how it can be more present in this world, how we're called to build up his kingdom in this world. Even though it's a heavenly kingdom, uh, to to start to establish it here on earth, and and really that's a question of how it's established in our own hearts, because the first part of the world we always need to change is ourselves, and how can we build up Christ's kingdom in the world if we're not letting His kingdom uh, reign fully in our own hearts? Um, so I think that that's kind of that's kind of the theme for these days, and I invite you to to reflect on that. Uh, today's readings give us some good indications about His kingdom. And what it looks like to have Christ's kingdom reign in your hearts. What it looks like to have his kingdom reign in your hearts and in, and in our, our world, in our relationships. Um, if you look at that letter to Titus. Uh, the gospel today has this uh, really beautiful passage, which can seem a little harsh at first. That Jesus says, when we've done all we're ordered to do, we should say, we are worthless slaves. We have done only what we ought to have done. This might leave you a bit perplexed. I think that I've been able to live this out in many ways in different moments in my life. One that I remember especially uh, kind of impactful in my life was when I was a brother in my formation. Um, after our philosophy, they sent us out on internship for a couple of years. So at the very beginning of my internship, I was assigned to work in one of our seminaries. And the amount of work that we had to do was immense. Like there was you could work all day and until late into the night and never finish all the stuff you had to do that day, right? Um, but at the same time, it was a beautiful work because it was service to the community of, of younger seminarians, brothers who were, who were there studying. and uh, And it was very rewarding because of that. So I remember during my first month on this internship, it was kind of after a bit of after like five years of formation and studying, just studying in the seminary, I finally got to do some some work, some ministry. And uh, I found that I would finish my work late, late at night and have lots of petitions and requests and things being asked of me until after night prayers at night, and just be really tired, but uh, you know going to my room with this sense of of great fulfillment. you know i've I've given myself today and drained myself in the service of others. And it and it was bringing me this great joy of being able to do that, and I think that that's kind of what Christ is getting at in when He says this in the Gospels that if you live a life of a humble servant and you're willing to give yourself to others generously, then you're going to get to the end of the end of the day with this this sense of fulfillment and joy uh, at having been able to serve and having been able to do God's will. Um, so I think that that's what he's getting at. And that's a sign that the kingdom is present in our lives. I really wish that I could live that way every day. you know. And, and so often I still fall into the trap of you know, being self-centered or getting frustrated with my work and not ending with that sense of joy of having been able to serve like, like a servant. Um, but I think Jesus can tell us to do this because it's really his attitude, that he's the one who is the real humble servant, who gives his life day in and day out, Working hard for us, and and uh, and even shedding his blood for us, as as a humble servant. When we when we live out humility, we're imitating the heart of Christ, who's truly the humble one. And that's a sign that the kingdom is present. So, the first way that we know that we're building the kingdom in in the world and in our hearts is that humility, that sense of service, wanting to serve others, wanting to give ourselves, give ourselves to others without looking for anything in return, as Christ did. Um, If you go back to the first reading, there's also many other examples of how the kingdom is present. Uh, He talks about different advice for different groups of people, you know, older men asking them to be temperate uh, and prudent. Uh, One thing that I think is worth noticing is that he he encourages uh, older women to be an example to younger women. I think that's really beautiful. We live our lives uh, seeing how we can be an example to those who look up to us. That's a sign that the kingdom is present. Um, and then you know his, his advice to younger men to be models of good works and integrity uh, to be self-controlled waiting for the blessed hope of his kingdom so let's strive and ask God for that grace to to put all these things into practice and to be people who bring his kingdom into the world and make his kingdom present in the world by living holy and godly lives